Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're going to the dark side to listen to Jim Cramer from CNBC and learn why the Dow skyrocketed over 500 points in the wake of yesterday's interest rate announcement by Jay Powell of the Federal Reserve. So I'm going to quote directly from the transcript of yesterday's show. Now I'll warn you in advance, I'm not capable of mirroring Jim Cramer's zany attitude and sound effects. But here's the direct quote, and here we go. Based on what we heard today, the Fed is now more worried about a slowdown than it is about inflation, and the averages reacted appropriately. That changed with the Dow gaining 512 points to a new all-time high, jumping 1.37%. The Nasdaq climbed 1.38%, a little more tempered than the others. Yes, when Fed Chief Jay Powell says the economy is slowing considerably, that's good news, not bad. It means the Fed's now on the side of those who own stocks, not the ones who don't own any. Not only is the Fed no longer our enemy, it's more likely to become our pal. Assuming the economy stays on its current slower course, that's the about-face the bulls were waiting for. It's the comeuppance for the myriad bears who never embraced the possibility that Powell could engineer a soft landing, a terrific soft landing. And this one's so soft that it barely counts as a landing at all. Those bears are now trapped. There's nothing they can do except try to rip their legs out of the jaws of those bear traps. And good luck. I'm told those things really hurt, especially when you're short. When you get your first sign that the Fed's finally done with the tightening cycle like we did today, there's two ways to look at it. You can say, we're now ready for rate cuts, perhaps as many as three of them next year, and three rate cuts would mean a smooth sailing for stocks. Bonds will lose their attractiveness versus stocks real fast. That's the end of the quote. Now, Mad Money is currently the seventh most popular show on CNBC and 438th overall on television, watched by a total of 149,000 people on average at every show. So does Jim Cramer actually have the power to influence the market? It was widely believed that he did. What about the broader market that doesn't watch Jim Cramer? Well, the buying frenzy continued into Thursday morning with the share index up sharply again. But here's the paradox. The Fed signaling rate decreases is positive for long-term investment in active businesses. means the cost of capital will eventually come down, as will the cost of financing inventories, financing operating lines, and basically all forms of financing. But the lowering of interest rates means that something bad has happened in the economy and that the stimulus that's being proposed is there to counter the economic contraction. It means that earnings are going to fall first, unemployment's going to rise, businesses will shrink, and some will go under. The lowering of rates means bad stuff before the good stuff, and we have not gone through the meat of the bad stuff yet. So why are people piling into equities like they're going out of style? There's going to be some economic pain before there's growth. Stocks that are ultimately going to be priced on fundamentals will be facing falling earnings and falling valuations, and any student of financial history would see this as plain as day. The other question is what's going to happen to the so-called lock-in effect that's pervasive in real estate. We're already starting to see loan refinance originations increased by 19% since the end of October, as we've seen the yield on the 10-year treasury fall. We're also seeing rising inventory in real estate, as homeowners who want to move are seeing the rate dip as an opportunity to make a change while rates are reasonable. So the question is, if the supply is going to increase, will the demand increase in tandem? If it doesn't, we can expect real estate prices to fall. Now, the Fed telegraphed three rate cuts for next year. The futures market seems to be pricing in much more than three rate cuts, perhaps as many as six. 
But when you consider that the November meeting is scheduled for two days just after the federal election next year in 2024, it's very unlikely that the Fed will make any changes after the September meeting. So that only leaves six meetings with which to make changes, and it's unlikely that they're going to make a decrease at every single one of those meetings. March is realistically the earliest we could see a rate cut, and May is much more likely. Well, the past 24 hours in the stock market can only be described as irrational exuberance. There is no reason for the Fed to wheel in the punch bowl into the party. The fight against inflation is not over, and the only reason to even consider lowering rates in the near future is to counter the signs of growing economic trouble. While it seems like we live in an upside-down world where what's good is bad and what's bad is good, at the end of the day, businesses need to make money, and stock values are linked to earnings. As companies dig into hunkering down mode, you can expect some of the gains in the stock market to reverse in a significant way. This process of hunkering down has already started. Dropping of rates is a welcome relief for real estate investors, but it's a warning sign to the business community at large of economic weakness. This is not something to be bullish about, and the mainstream media have it all wrong, as you think about that. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.